0: Well, welcome to Leicester Fan TV. My name's Phil. It's Monday night. We want your views, we want your comments as ever. Today, we are joined in a very special episode by Steve from the Redmen TV, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, Liverpool fan zones that there are out there. Obviously, we are down to be playing Liverpool on Wednesday. Who knows if it will happen? Hopefully it will. But join us, get your views in, get your comments in for this Carabao Cup special. Welcome to Leicester Fan TV. Are you
2: ready for the show? Thanks to our sponsors, ADT Taxis, Everards, Pucka Pies, Pink Car Leasing, Lester Riders, Hologram, The Fox's Arms, Peter's Pizzeria, Hope Against Cancer, and Newbie and Co-Estate Agents. We want your views, we want your comments, so join us live. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1...
0: Yes, indeed, a big week for Leicester City this week. Wherever you're watching, make sure you follow us at Leicester Fan TV. We want your views. We want your comments. Now, let's bring in Steve from the Red Men TV. Let's add him in. Steve, how are you?
1: I'm very well, thanks. Mate, how are you? Thanks for having me.
0: That's welcome. It's a pleasure to have you guys on again. It's lovely to chat to you guys. Um, obviously, we we recorded this uh, recorded this earlier on in the day, so we don't know what. Is going to go on in today's meeting between the managers are having a meeting, the player, the captain's meant to be having a meeting, the Premier League are having a meeting. What, what's your take on everything that's going on?
1: Yeah, like I say, very A lot, well, a lot of uncertainty about it, isn't there? Um, I think I'm right in saying that a lot of the meetings and stuff are going to be more along the lines of not only is it the players who've got COVID or the, the possible spread of COVID, it's the guys who are left and the inability of teams to be able to rotate those guys out of, so they have to play. Four or five games in the space of a couple of couple of days, almost. Um, I think that's part of the problem as well. It isn't just. I mean, obviously, the spread the COVID and players getting COVID is is one thing, but it's also anyone who's left. Like for example, Chelsea played yesterday. Had like fourteen guys available, maybe. So are they are they going to have to go again and again and again and again? Perhaps that I think that's the worry as well. So yeah, it's 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 football isn't immune to any of it, anything that happens in this country, as we all know. And th- listen. Uh, we've everyone's been affected by it. We've all had it or, or know someone's added had it in recent weeks. I, I'm recently recovered from COVID myself, so no, it's like it's not going anywhere. So it, they either battle through it or they take the take take time off. I understand it. The flip side is if you take if you just pause it for now, it's when does it come back? I think the logical move might be to just again that the, I think the talk was the enough the league game between Leicester and Liverpool that week of the 28th. Maybe they're just gonna. Try and rearrange those games, which gives every team like a, a, they can get through the next couple of days. Get through the Boxing Day games, which I'm sure the Premier League are desperate to keep on Boxing Day football, and then maybe have the break there. But there's no, there's not really any right answers, Phil, because for every right. answer you give, there's it, it causes five more problems. So I, I well, don't know what the answer is.
0: Indeed. I mean, we've got two opposite sides of the coin here. Leicester have just had the last two matches against Spurs and Everton cancelled, postponed, should I say, um, due to lack of players for Leicester in particular. Um, Liverpool and last week, Jurgen Klopp was saying he, he didn't feel like teams should be cancelling and things should be going. But I did I did watch his post-match video um, after the Spurs game, where he is slightly well, he is definitely open to some sort of break. I mean, he's talking about Liverpool's fixtures on the 26th and 28th. He says that's a, he's almost saying that's the stupidity of a fixture list anyway, let alone a lack of players. What's what's your take on that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Even if everyone was fit and there was no COVID issues in the league, he would. He's, <laughs> yes. always, he, he's, he's always said this. He. he He's a big fan of the winter football. do think I think sometimes he gets misconstrued of what he's saying. Like he's always complaining. I think what he says is basically to ask footballers to go on the twenty sixth and the twenty eighth play welfare. He complains about. He complains about like you know, Actually, it's the fans who are losing out because you, you're going to have to rest some of your. what are your, you know, Liverpool for example, we've got Mo Salah, one of the best players in the world, if not the best player in the world. It's almost impossible to say to him play on the twenty sixth and then play again on the twenty eighth at a high level. So like. Either the Leeds game, we people pay their money and can't watch Mo Salad or, the, or two days later, I think that's a problem. And then the COVID issues have obviously just exacerbated that further. In the fact that, you know, as it stands, Liverpool have got four positive COVID cases, and, and and then Jordan Henderson was sent home because he was showing symptoms, although he was negative on his test. So four, perhaps five, and, and again the way it goes, more to come. So automatically, you you can like, and a lot of those are midfielders. So you're asking. The same lads, they go oh, again, again, and it's bad for them. It's bad for it's actually bad for all of us as fans, Phil, because we don't get to see our players at their best. I we all, I think we all understand rest and rotation, and that that's got to happen. Um And obviously, we're playing in the League Cup this week, and it, again, that would be a game that Liverpool would tend to rest in anyway. But the quality of the product on offer diminishes every single time you you ask them to do it and do it and do it again, like. I'm all for, I get there's got to be midweek fixtures and you can make a couple of changes unless we've all got big enough squads to be able to do that. It's when you're just flogging the players to death. I think it'd be the same for you guys. Like, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to turn up to, to King Power and Jamie Vardy's played on the 26th so we can't play on the 28th. And it's so, like, so well... It's 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 not it's far from ideal. So I think that's where the issues lie. And like I say, COVID just made it ten times worse. I think for
0: Leicester, it, I mean nobody wants to get any of these COVID cases anywhere. Whether you're a football player, a fan, whatever. But for Leicester, we've got three or four real key players out on long-term injuries who potentially, when we look to play the Spurs and Everton games that have been postponed in the new year, we, we should have a stronger squad just by. That so it, 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 in a in a way there is advantages gained by those matches being postponed and I think this is what some of the some of the managers uh, I, I know the Chelsea manager was sort of alluding to it as well that when he's at bare bones it, it's it's such a struggle for him um, obviously let's let's assume the game is on wednesday again the other side of this debate is that even the government could step in at this stage because they're having meetings so there's there's a, there's even a vague chance the game could be played behind closed doors or a limited crowd
1: yeah who knows I, again i don't want to go too much into this government but i wouldn't I wouldn't no. <laughs> say i do so yeah i'm not going to go down that rabbit hole but yeah it's it, who knows yeah like i say who knows what where we're at in terms of i think i've got a yeah. feeling again and we're just preempting this. so apologies if it's wrong my guess is they're gonna try and play the League Cup games, they're gonna try and play the Boxing Day games, and then they might enforce a little break in there. Um that just after just post-Christmas, that that week, just to try and calm everything down a little bit. It gives it obviously a more the, the boost of the vaccination programme. I think it gives it that a chance to come into effect. It maybe get some players that a chance to get that because I think some players aren't getting that because there's so many games that they can't afford to miss a session in case there's any ill after effects after and things like that. I've heard that muted as well. So there's tons and tons to think about. Um, but as say, presuming it does go ahead, I think Jürgen would have rotated this side anyway. I don't think he would have played a massively strong uh, League Cup team. And, and I know Brendan Rodgers in the last round it was when you'd be Brighton on penalties, wasn't it? That was a very much a changed side as well. Yeah. So it, it's impossible to predict what you do. But we can't make that many changes anyway because the guys we would have brought in are already playing because <laughs> yes. because, because the guys have got COVID. So it, it's, a, it's a fine balance and act. But yeah, I think Jürgen's main priority will be the Leeds game on Boxing Day. And then this one, you'll kind of work backwards from there to select his team.
0: I watched your match, obviously, Spurs v Liverpool yesterday. I don't know, Steve, if you're aware, I watched it. In virtual reality, I watched it with a three a headset on nice. Sky, <laughs> uh, pumping the games out. So I, I was effectively watching the game as I was sat in the stands, which was a great experience. I must admit, it was literally as close as being at the game as you could be. It wasn't like watching it on a two D screen; you were actually in it, and it was a, a great experience. But even better than that, it was probably probably one of the best games this season. Probably one of the best games for the last couple of seasons I've seen. At all, what a, what a game it was! But a lot of controversial decisions in it.
1: That's been the theme of the who's here today, for sure. Earlier in, in at Red TV, um, yeah, Liverpool feel a bit hard done by, and I think we all do rightly so. I think you know, there's a stonewall penalty that Liverpool don't get, um. I actually think Andy Robertson's red card. I think he deserves a few cents off. I don't think it was a very clever challenge at all. Um, it was a great tackle. Well, that was old school football. You know, he just needs to kick the ball a little bit more than he might <laughs> to get away with it. Um, not the, not but the Harry colors.
0: Kane, Harry Kane was a very, I mean, I, Jürgen said afterwards, what's the point in VAR if they look at that and then don't give it? it, it yeah. From, from a from a non-Liverpool or Spurs point of view, that, that, that should be a red card.
1: If if that's not a sending offer, then I don't know what is, and that that that's the that's the, the the way we're at with that at the moment. Um, you know, the England captain gets away, with the Scotland captain doesn't. There's a little bit of that in it as well. Um, and yeah. I, I, I I yeah, Liverpool do feel hard done by. it. Listen, we went at our best, and we were, I know we were depleted, but it's no excuse. Like there was, there was things that Liverpool did pretty poorly in that game. Um, things that we did well at times. We, we've got you know the two highest scorers in the league both play for us at the moment, which is a, a nice place to be. Um. The midfield was a there was a couple again we were missing players there were issues in there and I think that's where the game ultimately got away from Liverpool a bit but there is a there's a sense of injustice there like again I don't think there's many complaints about Robertson being sent off but you know Harry, if Harry Kane it, that happened so early in the game like, if Spurs are forced to play that that much of the match with ten men I'm, I'm pretty certain Liverpool would have come out on top Um so yeah I I, I again I, if you can. Get go studs first into someone's shin who's jumping off the off the ground, and that isn't deemed a red right card. Then I I, I I can't tell you the yeah. I don't know what is.
0: I think, I mean, it was a very entertaining game and it was great. I mean, Liverpool in particular, uh, you've got such attacking prowess, which starts with, like you say, your fullbacks, Robertson, etc. Coming forward, it's so dynamic and exciting and, and done at such pace, let alone Mo Salah up, up top. Um, there was, did look like you had a few defensive mix-ups and a bit of frailty at the back, though. I know Alisson kept you in it quite a few times, but I think that's what made it exciting was, at times, Liverpool looked a bit shaky at the back.
1: Yeah, I actually don't think it was at the back. I think it was in midfield. Um, Liverpool play a high line. That just is what it is. It, it helps us in so many ways. But one of the things of playing a high line is that you've got your midfield's got to press the ball and don't let you just get beaten by one long ball over the top. Um, and it happened a couple of times. We, we were sloppy passing the ball. The first ball comes, I thought Trent, Alcantara, had a very good game. But the, the Tottenham goal comes from him playing a bit of a loose pass towards an Keita and it all fell apart there. So Liverpool, it's almost like and we had this issue last year. It was weird, and that the uh, when our, all our centre backs were injured, and it stopped us scoring goals as well because the build up of play wasn't there. And it was like a well oiled machine. That I think if you take a few parts out of it, it does sometimes fall to bits. That's one of the. It's all well and good, and everyone's there, but you take a couple of things out, and then you ask like a young kid to play centre midfield, young Tyler Morton, and if it doesn't quite go well, it, it doesn't look great. Um, But yeah, like I say. Even the goalkeeper, I think he's an Alison's an amazing goalkeeper. Yep. He's kept, he's kept, he said he made some world class saves yesterday. But ultimately, the second goals a shocker. Like he has a nightmare. And I know you guys have this with Kasper Schmeichel, and an, another world class yes. goalkeeper where he can do, he can pull out amazing things, and then and then he just throws one in, and you and you can't believe it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we've all got it, and that's what Allison did to for, for us yesterday. It was a strange one, but yeah. um I think we're be- if you compare us, the seasons gone by, we're better going forward. We're scoring goals for fun. It's absurd how many goals we score. But you're right; with that comes a little bit more risk and reward. And obviously, I think when you don't have your, you don't have Virgil Van Dijk fit and available, and Fabinho in front of him, who's you know two of the best players in their positions in the world, it did. It, you could see that there was there was, there was a way to get arrows. Um, I actually thought the back four as a whole played okay, but it, it, at times it was like we got easy, too easy to counter-attack on, and that was the worry. And, and listen, Spurs could have been 3 or 4 nil up before yeah, we they, got missed, they missed some
0: chances. Deli Ali, I think Son. There were yeah. some big chances in yeah, the whole Kane,
1: game. Kane has a header yeah. from three yards that you put your out on him scoring, and then he misses. Yeah, so there was, there, was, yeah, there was a bit of that as well. So in the end, I actually said, all in, a draw was a fair result. I, I just think there's a lot... Of, well, I know there's a lot of Liverpool fans who are just really complain about the referee VAR and, yes. what you know, and double standards, perhaps.
0: Oh, I think we'd all get rid of VAR if we're given a vote on it. We'd all VAR. get rid of it. Steve, I mean, I'd, for a start, before Leicester funds shoot me down, I'm not trying to sell any Leicester players to you in this next <laughs> question, but is there any Leicester players you've got half an eye on and you think mm, they, could, they could come across to Liverpool in the future?
1: I vote, you know, uh, it, it's too late now because this, I think the ship's there, but I, I was always a huge Johnny Evans fan. When, when he was at West Brom, I was desperate for Liverpool. I thought Liverpool should have signed yeah. him then. Um, and they went and done that deal and I think he's been proven to be a very good it, signing for you Great guys.
0: value at £3 million, yeah. Yeah, I,
1: I, I was always a big fan. Now, there, there was links to Harvey Barnes not so long ago. There was, I think, yeah. I think he signed the contract since then, I'm right saying. Or, so maybe that one's out the window, but he, I like him. Um, there was a talk of James Madison at, the t- at one point as well, but I just don't think he would suit Liverpool. No. We don't really have a number 10. It's not something we, we would like. So... Uh, other than that, like I say, I was always a fan of, of, of the fullbacks as well, but I think, again, they're not, you're not going to leave Leicester where you play every week to go and sit on Liverpool's bench. I don't think that would be yeah, really realistic. So
0: I think that's yeah. part of it, isn't it, at the moment, is, is that step, stepper. I'm going to, again, Leicester fans will shoot me down because I'll <laughs> say step up, but, you know, we, we have to accept Liverpool are fighting on all fronts, including the Champions League, which sort of brings yeah. me still on to the next question is we've, you're obviously riding high in the Champions League. I think you've got big focus on that Premier League again, you're definitely in the battle for that title. The, the Carabao Cup, which we're playing you in, and then I know we're playing you in the league next week. But Carabao Cup, as a fan, as the team, how is it just not taken very seriously if you're being honest?
1: Um, not the, the manager doesn't really take it too seriously, but as you say, that he, he puts a half and half teams out really. I think he hates the idea of the two legged semi final. Well, only... he has said
0: that, hasn't he? He said, let's yeah. get rid of one of them. Even now, he's saying. Fix your congestion, let's scrap yeah. the, the two legged semi final.
1: I think I'd agree with him there. I don't see the point. I think if you just do one semi final at a neutral venue, I think that I think everyone would pretty much be happy with that. I don't understand why you play one leg, one leg, one leg, and all of a sudden it's two legs in the semi finals It goes against everything that's just happened. Um, but yeah, Liverpool, the, the, the flip side is like our squad's quite strong, so even when we make a few changes, it, it, it's usually on often a decent side. Um, against Preston and Norwich in earlier rounds, though, um. He has he's introduced a lot of young players. So we have teenagers playing as well as long sides, what you'd call your, maybe your reserve players, a couple of backups as well. So I think that's how he, he's always taken it. He's, he's often done that um, and he'll definitely do that uh, on Wednesday. He's got no choice really. He can't just keep asking these same guys to play and play and play. So I, I, we rested and rotated a little bit in the Champions League because we, we sold the group up so early. I think in Milan, we played pretty much a... Sadio Mane started and Mo Salah started, but other than that, really, I think it was a lot of changes were made to that team. Obviously, the goalkeeper started as well, but I think other than that, I think it might be a similar similarish team. Obviously, we've had a couple of injuries and COVID issues since then, which might change things, but uh, if you're expecting Liverpool's, if you're expecting to see Mo Salah and Sadio Mane and Diogo Jota, you, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, I think you're mistaken. He would have rested Andy Robertson anyway, but he's suspended, so he hasn't really got a choice. Yeah. Um, I think the goalkeeper will change. So yeah, I don't think you'll see any of Liverpool's superstar players. It'll be the likes of Taki Minamino will start, I'm almost certain. Um we will have probably Joe Gomez who's coming back from injury, I'm certain we'll start. Neco Williams at full back, Cass at the other fullback. there will be Kevin Keller in goal. So it will be a very it'll be a it'll be a much changed team compared to the one again if the game whenever that game that's meant to be on the twenty eighth goes ahead, the team that plays in that one will be completely different than the one we see on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, two two very different games there. Mo Salah in great form. Like you say, probably won't play in the Carabao Cup game, but will play if we play you in the Premier League next week. Um, I think he's he's equaling some of Jamie Vardy's records. I think it's 15 consecutive games he's, he's been in, involved in a goal or assist. I think that's the start. He, is he still on for the uh, 11 goals in 11 games or, or to score in 11
1: consecutive games? No, that's right. over now. Yeah, he didn't score yesterday. So that, that, yeah. that and the 15th, the fifteen goal, that that end of that fifteen as well. Yeah, uh, because of what having that Spurs? He was on, he nearly had one, but he never quite <laughs> got, got it. But I mean, if you look at like the numbers that Mohamed Salah's putting up, it, like it, it's it's absolutely frightening. Really, it's it's he's on course for like his best ever goal scoring season. And bear in mind, this is the guy who holds the Premier League record for most goals in a thirty-eight game season. He got that thirty-two goals in his first basically his first season for yeah. us, which agains a. Uh, Absurd, really I think he's on course to beat that. Um he's already got more goals and assists than we anyone could dream of, I think, as it stands in the Premier League. You get, um you've got 15 goals and nine assists in the league. I mean, it's just outrageous. 24 <laughs> combined goals and assists is mad. And then yeah. I think Vardy is on nine, isn't he? And Jota went to ten with the goal against Spurs, so they're the top three at the moment. Um He's on another planet. Feel like he's he's exceptional. He's he is. I think he's the best player in the world. And I'm a bit biased with that at the moment, but he, he's he's phenomenal. He, he, there's nothing he can't do. But like you say, it's, uh, it, it. I don't think we're going to see that in the Carabao Cup game. But I'm so, I'm down the line. No. Down in the league game,
0: where, so. Steve? Where where does he rank in your? You've obviously watched Liverpool for a good few years. Where does he rank among all the Liverpool players you've ever watched?
1: Is he up right, right up there? Or yeah, yeah. He's, I, I think. He's probably maybe second behind Steven Gerrard in terms of the Premier League era for sure. Um we had a debate on our channel the other day, actually, of all time at an all time ranking and he, he was certainly in the top five of that. Yeah. Um, and you were talking names like Gerrard, Daglish, Rush, yeah. Suarez, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, Salah. It just and the list goes on and on and on. Soonesses and we had people yeah. of all different age ranges saying it. And yeah, he's in he's in that mix because this is his fifth season, now. it's not a small sample size where he's been doing this. And this is the best he's ever looked. Uh, he looks, he looks stronger. He's, he's his phys- people don't often credit his physicality, but like he's super strong. Like he pushes defenders over. He does everything he needs to do. Scores bags fulls goals as well. So yeah, he's, yeah, he's phenomenal. And like I say, um, whether we see that in the midweek, maybe off the bench, because again, yeah, I'm on the bench just in case he needs him for whatever. But yeah, he's he's an absolute superstar.
0: Brilliant, Steve. Just before I let you go, I'm, I'm going to give you the chance to have a score prediction, assuming the game goes ahead. Liverpool beat Leicester in the Carabao Cup.
1: I think it'll be a draw and a lot of penalties. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll back us to win on pens. I think I'll go for that. I know you guys went to pens last week, last time and got, got free against Brighton. I'll go. I'll go same result. Maybe Liverpool edge in it.
0: I think Leicester. I think Leicester fans would probably take a, a draw and get to penalties. Um, and again, it depends what Leicester players are available. We may end up fielding quite a strong team just because of the the lads who have. The lads who have had COVID already and therefore are, are available back, and those who are not available, might mean we, our squad is one of our strongest teams playing. So we will have to see on that. Steve, thanks a lot for joining us. Before I let you go, just can you just tell all Lest fans where they can follow you and and Redmen TV?
1: Yeah, I don't head over onto if you go to Twitter at the RedmenTV.com, everything we ever do gets posted out on there as well. We're on YouTube. We've got the TV.com. We've got our subscription service as well. But yeah, if you follow at, at the TV on Twitter. That's all you need to do, and everything gets posted on there from the social guys.
0: Brilliant. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for joining us. It's been great having you on, and let's fingers crossed it's a Leicester win, but we'll see. Two games in a week. That's always exciting. Mm-hmm. Cheers, mate. Cheers. I'll let Steve go. Thanks a lot for Steve joining us. That's been absolutely brilliant. Don't forget, follow us at Leicester Fan TV, wherever you're watching. Subject to the game going on, Reedy, Jake, the lads, they'll be at the match on Wednesday. <clears throat> Obviously, we'll be hopefully at the matches next week, all over the place. So, do make sure you join us, join the watch alongs, have some fun, get your views in, get your comments in from me, Phil, Lester Fan TV. If I don't see you before, but hopefully I will, have a Merry Christmas. But hopefully, we'll see you on Match Day on Wednesday. Cheers.
2: Thanks for watching Leicester Fan TV. Thanks to our sponsors, ADT Taxis, Everards, Pucka Pies, Pink Car Leasing, Lester Riders, Hologram, The Fox's Arms, Peter's Pizzeria, Hope Against Cancer, and Newbie and co-estate agents. Make sure to follow us on all of our social channels at LesterFan TV. Visit our website, LesterFanTV.com.